that National Nightmare has come to an end. No, but but it hasn't. Asterix, asterix. Um, There's actually two yes. asterisks, which we will get to. Yeah, there are. That's true. Um, yeah. It, um, I Yesterday was one of the busiest days of my life from a mm. work perspective. I, I would say a good day for me. Yeah. I've read about five articles, one of which would be like a premium article. Busy day for me. I read about seven articles. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I wrote nine articles. Mm. And in the midst, uh, I'd like to understand why the rest of the world, especially the rest of Microsoft, announced a single thing yesterday, I know, idiots. I, I, I Seriously, from Visual Studio and .NET to Xbox, by the way, had announcements yes, yesterday. Yes, they did. Um, what is wrong with you people? Yeah. Uh, and they anyway. renamed Active Directory or Azure Active Directory to Antra or whatever. I know, Intra I know, ID. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, so yesterday was like that. Um, and then keeping up with all the commentary, you know. Mm-hmm. And then having to read a judge's 58-page yeah, I read a lot of that. Ruling, which is, by the way, amazing. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I would say um, there's a... <laughs> There's a, I, I almost I looked at this to see if it would be make sense to post this somewhere, but when uh, the Simpsons in 2000, I don't know, whatever year, early 2000s, it was like the news guy standing on the side of the road with his microphone, and he's like, oh, and here comes the, uh, like the George W. Bush had won some election, and it's like the Fox News uh, truck is here, and it's like they're cranking We Are the Champions as they drive by. And um, that reminded, it reminded me of that, mm-hmm. <laughs> this beautiful moment where common sense not that that made common sense, but this beautiful moment where common sense like prevailed, you know, which is what you want to see. We'll see if it does prevail, though. So the two asterisks, one mm-hmm. is the CMA. So two things came out about the CMA yesterday. First, it was initially like, yeah. okay, Microsoft's willing to do some stuff for the CMA and life is good mm-hmm. and they're, they're going to pause litigation. That was the first thing that came out. And then right. the second thing that came out this morning was that the CMA also said that if they do that, then they may have to open up another second and investigation yeah. into all this yeah so it kind of dulls the excitement over this i'll just say this to that um microsoft was already planning to screw them over and yeah, just do they, whatever they wanted so um you can have your cute little investigation but the smarter thing to do would be just for you to tell us what the standard is and we can we'll try to meet those demands but uh, as soon as this thing cleared i was like they should just announce we have acquired activision blizzard like the, and if god help us if we lose the uk market it's like losing rhode island you know no offense the other one, which this comes from Bloomberg, and this mm-hmm. would be kind of unprecedented, but you know what, we live okay. in whatever times, is that the FTC may file an emergency uh, appeal oh. In, the, oh, yes, yes. in the Ninth Circuit to try to go back to court over this thing. And Bloomberg so, is saying they might do it as early as today. They have until Friday to do it. I There is a, an intense level of criticism developing for Lena Khan and the FTC. Um, and this is seen in legal circles as the most unprecedented, terrible defeat that because this case should never have gone to court to begin with. Like there is the the judge's ruling is so scathing to the FTC. It's like you have not found one document of evidence to, to support your case that Microsoft would do whatever it was. Um, so, yeah, in the clear light of morning, though, I mean, we'll see what happens, obviously, but. Right. What everyone, everyone, you know, what legal experts are saying is like, this case should never have happened. And uh, this, all you're doing is wasting taxpayer time and money. Like this is not, this is not what your agency should be doing. So we'll yeah. see. But we'll see. Uh, I think they look like idiots. And I've thought that all, all along. I don't often get to do the, I told you so thing, which I mentioned on Twitter, but 18 months ago when this first case, you know, when this first came up, you look at this and you're like, there's no reason. 
anyone could. It's block worth this. pointing out that even if they do file for an emergency injunction with the Ninth Circuit Court, doesn't mean it will be approved. It's mm-hmm. it's a legal procedure. It, right, everybody is allowed to appeal any ruling in the in the yeah. courts, especially as you work your mm-hmm. way up. Um, but the the bigger concern, obviously, for Microsoft is that that July eighteenth deadline. So, do you want to bring it to the Supreme Court, Brad? You know, I, this kind of Republican oriented business friendly organization. Yeah, I would, I would say I we're in a business friendly environment through yep, the court system. I don't system. think so. But here's the thing. I'm not a, a, listen, I, I hope it's obvious. I'm not I'm not business friendly. I don't think like Microsoft I, and I'm certainly not a Microsoft cheerleader. What I mean is logically, legally, there is no reason that would justify blocking this transaction. And, and that's basically what the judge ruled. The only the only thing mm-hmm. that I've read that maybe there's any ground for this is that the judge took the wrong approach. But it's going to be, well, in her definition of the impact of the market, um, again, I'm not going to even pretend to be a legal expert in that domain, but basically what she came out and said, yes, the switch is a competitor. Um, You're not protecting Sony, which is what we've been saying all along. They they came at it too hard from the Sony Call of Duty perspective rather than the hurt the consumer perspective. Actually, I noticed that as well. Um, Yeah. But I, I think when you, yeah, I mean, it, we tend to think of antitrust in the U.S. as being consumer mm-hmm. protection, not competition protection. Yeah. But I mean, ultimately, that is in this case consumer protection because what you're worried about is the probably the biggest market for that title yep. is not going to be taken away, and we're we're going to expand the market for this product by putting it on mobile devices and whatever else because of cloud gaming. So that's the consumer protection angle right there. That it's actually going to, and this is the case Microsoft has made. Right. Obviously, we're not taking this away from our biggest platform. And secondly, we're expanding its uh, availability to a bigger audience. That's uh, that's the definition of uh, pro-consumer. So I'm going to make a prediction here, Paul. That assuming that this goes all the way through mm-hmm. in July 18th or whatever, Microsoft hands the novelty check over for seventy billion dollars or whatever it is, <laughs> and this all happens. Yep. Here's my here is my prediction, and I'm I'm pretty, I believe this will happen. I bet there's a write down okay. eventually in Microsoft's future related to this acquisition. Really? I do. I think they're overpaying. Okay, so that's interesting. I've kind of wondered about this. Um, their 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 share price was in the sixty dollar range, and they're paying ninety dollars. Now, granted, you have to you have to overpay a certain percentage to get approval and, and get shareholder buy, and that that is a known quantity. Um, yeah. But I I still think that they will have a write down on these assets at some point in the future, based okay. on the price that they are paying. I think they're overpaying personally. I, okay, that's an interesting. I, I've actually wondered about this too. So, but based on Microsoft's, um, I don't know, treatment of previous publishers, this thing continues as what appears to be a standalone entity, right? They, mm-hmm. the, a company called Activision Blizzard, still exists. They still release titles cross-platform. Not all of them, obviously. Um, the big change here would be those titles start coming to Xbox Game Pass, which would be huge, and also to Xbox Cloud Gaming, which. Honestly, sounds great, but uh, no one is going to be playing. Let me Call let me Duty interject there for a second. So, mm-hmm. we both know that every fall, roughly, there's a Call of Duty release, and we know mm-hmm. both know that they make a billion dollars plus mm-hmm. from in that like release. Two seconds. Yep. If they if they include in Game Pass, and that billion oh. dollars no longer happens every single fall. Now, granted, people will be in Game Pass, so there's well, okay. a different narrative there. How does All that right. impact the valuation? That, I, that's an interesting point, and it's uh, sort of uh, what I was thinking when you were talking about overpaying, which was this. like, Do you look at their – forget about Game Pass right, just mm-hmm. for a second. 
Uh, because Game Pass, unfortunately, is seen as a place to, I don't want to say dump, but to put former AAA titles or former titles of any kind into a library that people can access, thus opening them up to a bigger mm-hmm. audience of gamers, right? The debate is whether you put AAA games there on day one and what impact does that have, like you said. Um, yeah, I, I that... um. Hold on, I lost my train of thought. Um, that is an interesting question. I, but I, what I was thinking earlier was, do you look at the top ten franchises over time at Activision Blizzard, and do you see any softness in any of them heading into this, regardless of what Microsoft may or may not do? And actually, I would say I think, there's softness in the Call of Duty brand right now. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to get to. So, yeah, this is an interesting point. I don't I mean know if you think it about makes... it. Microsoft bought entered into the agreement to buy Activision almost at the peak of the gaming market during the pandemic. Right. That's good. I mean, like you, you talk uh, yeah, about buying okay. at the top no, of the housing that's, bubble, that's like true. they were. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So let's put it this way then. So would it make sense for them to say for these active, the big ones, the, uh, the, the call of duties and whatever else they have, um, those are not going to game pass on day one. Those are going on Game Pass six months in or something like that. And certainly we would put the um, uh, the catalog in there, right? The older games, mm-hmm. of course. Um, but then what impact does that have? So you're now you're an Xbox gamer. Xbox makes up X percent of the total Call of Duty you know, volume or whatever. Maybe they're a third or a quarter or whatever the number is. Does that mean that most Xbox gamers would be like, or some, well, most aren't probably on Game Pass, right? But some percentage of them would say, okay, actually... What I'm going to do is hold off on buying this thing, and then next uh, whatever six months is, May, April or whatever, say, now I'm going to buy Xbox Game Pass, and I'm not, so not only do you not get the Xbox Game Pass revenue through that holiday season, but you also don't get the Call of Duty standalone sales through that holiday season, and then it, it's like it is actually kind of a tough question. I don't it know. Is. It would look horrible for this franchise if they didn't hit some figure, right? Because of any of this. But you know what? These are good problems to have, right? This is a this is a post merger kind of a yeah. conundrum not, or whatever. Not to mention that Microsoft is already committed to bringing this to the Switch where it doesn't exist. So that's an increased cost that Microsoft will have to incur to uphold that promise. And so, yeah. hey, I'm not well, saying that this is going to be like a failed acquisition. That that could help too. That but that might help push it in the other direction, right? You're going to get Switch is the by far the biggest console of this generation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's some, I know there's a lot of cute Disney princess, you know, Mario type games on there, but I, I there's gotta be a lot of switch owners are adults and will want to play this kind of a game. I don't know if there's any version of this story where switch owners could ever play online against, you know, Xbox yeah. and PlayStation and PC, which is happening right now, by the way. Um, that, but that would be. That would be fascinating. Do, if there's like a switch owner in a game, does he look like an Atari 2600 character to us? Because he's, so, you know, the graphics are so ridiculous, you know, comparatively. Probably not. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it, I, I like that it's coming to Switch. It, 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 oh, I, it I, I don't Switch dislike with... it. Like that's not a bad thing. But it's more yeah. of the okay, they just increase the complexity of shipping a game. Microsoft, uh, you know, this is, well, I mean, when Microsoft bought Nokia, one of the stupid things that happened was the design of new phones stopped. Right. So there was a year plus where they, Nokia just said, why are we going to spend money on this? All we're going to do is throw it, give it to Microsoft. So they just stopped designing new phones. That lost significant momentum. It's not why 
Windows Phone failed, but you can put it on mm-hmm. number 25 or something of a very long list of reasons, right? Um, I guess there's the, it's not like Microsoft could go to Activision Blizzard t- today and say, hey, uh, do you guys mind start working on that Switch thing <laughs> that we promised everybody? You know, because obviously, illegally, they can't even, they couldn't do it. But um, I mean, logistically, they would never do that because they would be incurring that cost, right? Um, so yeah, the, whatever work happens on Call of Duty, I mean, it's not going to happen for this year, right? It's, it can't right. be this year. At the earliest, it would be next year. Even that's going to be an interesting. I, I know, I know. That's a good question. I mean, um, I'm, I, I think it's it's interesting. Our, your mind, especially, is going here because we're so focused on this probably won't happen or might not happen, and what the hell, what's happening. I don't. I've never. I haven't spent too much time thinking about the future, but mm-hmm. of what you know, what they might do. But these are all excellent questions, right? I mean, they just are. Yeah. It's a good. Yeah, I don't know. They have, obviously Phil Spencer and that team. They, um, you know, this is senior leadership team at Microsoft. Do you know there's a gaming senior leadership team mm-hmm. as well? This <laughs> I never heard this term before. Um, obviously, these people have been debating these issues and and, and plotting what they will or will not do. Right. So. I don't know. I, I don't think they're going to come out and announce it, right? I mean, but I'm sure they have a, a plan to deal yeah, with those I, issues. The question is, uh, when do we get the plan? When Microsoft's earnings were announced for July 25th? We're not, I don't, I don't get, think we're going to get a roadmap on that date, but obviously. Well, this, no, but you know what, though? There will be a lot of questions. It's interesting oh, yeah. to me that if you go back, you know, you could go back to last January, there would be questions. But if you look over the past year, there hasn't, I mean, it's all been like Azure and blah, 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 what's happening. I you know, I'd be shocked if on this conference call it wasn't at least 50% Activision Blizzard. It has to. Right? I mean, it's has to be. 68, 70 billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's their largest right. acquisition ever. Microsoft just came is coming off of a not exactly a hot streak of releasing games that aren't performing well, and it's like, <laughs> okay, we'll I just throw money at the, the problem. exact opposite of that actually, but yeah, fair enough. Um, I mean, this is going to come down to okay, you've made a promise. Now, can you execute on that promise of? of recapturing 70 billion dollars plus in value out of this yeah well uh i don't remember what they paid for linkedin i remember thinking that was horribly overvalued oh jesus right there it's even worse than i thought the only reason i remember Um, that is at the same distance as a marathon (laughs) oh nice okay so and i was so upset about this frank shaw called me (laughs) he's like i want to explain this to you and i'm like you can't and he couldn't but i just said i just have to believe you i don't know i don't see how this makes sense financially i still don't all these years later I, I, uh, yeah. it just doesn't kind of, you know, make sense. Um, so, you know, Nokia, uh, Nokia obviously, and again, I don't remember that either, but, um, somewhere in the, was it like eight, seven or eight, seven point eight billion or something, whatever the, that figure was, or maybe that was the write down. Mm-hmm. Um, that one made sense to me actually. Right. I mean, uh, then that one was kind of a force. They had no choice, but I, it was written down. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the economics of this. I, I, I guess, uh, this is I'm just not me not being this a financial person. what we live person. for, Paul Throughout. Yeah, but you have to look at um, each quarterly profit revenue and you oh, yeah. chart it out over X number of years and you say, well, at what point does – this is not how finance – I mean, this is not how um, like corporate financial reporting works. It doesn't – you know, you don't – you're not going to hit some future quarter where it's like, bing, 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 we just paid yeah. off Activision Blizzard. That thing is written into the you know, PL, uh, that whatever that quarter is, or, you know, however they do it. Uh, they have the cash though, dude. Right, so it's it's. Um, yeah, they're deploying capital. That is. I mean, that's the one thing I think is the silver lining here. It's not they don't have to go to. 
you know, Silver Lake or whatever it was that right, Dell had to right, do right. for you know VMware. Like they can just they can just buy this thing. Um, I mean, make no mistake, this is Phil Spencer betting his career on this. Like, that, oh my that's... god, yeah, yep. I mean, he'll land at some smaller place to be fine, obviously. Um, yeah, I mean, but yes, but yes this, this is a this career is defining Microsoft move. career. Oh my god, yes, yes, legacy. This is legacy. He'll always be known for this. Yeah. <laughs> 